Hey there, everybody. We're going to talk about something today that most people don't think is actually involved in business, but it's a principle that's known commonly as the 80-20 rule, uh, formerly known as the Pareto Principle, the Pareto Law. And I want to tell you how this principle is so effective and how I was able to use it on one of my consulting projects to lower employee turnover from 50% and increase the employee retention up to 92%, as well as increase the gross profit margins over four times. So stay tuned, and then we'll get started. Hey, fellow entrepreneurs. This podcast is dedicated to small business owners who are willing to make the changes to their company in order to build a seven-figured foundation and reach their own vision of success. I'm your host and business coach, David Jones, here to take my 20 years experience launching companies and coaching small businesses, put them into words, so you can easily implement strategies that can 2x your profits. Let's get started. And welcome back. So yeah, the old uh, 80-20 rule. Uh, I'm guessing it's probably something that most of you have actually heard about before. Uh, but might not have thought that it actually could apply in your business. But uh, I'll tell you in uh, consulting for many, many companies, uh, this is something that is uh, definitely something you should focus on because in any given day or week or month of your business, uh, this principle comes up, this 80-20 rule comes up everywhere you look. And if it goes unchecked, it will always revert somewhere around here. Now, it's not always exactly 80-20. Sometimes it's 90-10, sometimes it's 70-30, whatever the case. But if it's something you don't pay attention to, it's just, I guess, the nature of the beast. It always kind of reverts back to this uh, kind of principle. And uh, just to give a quick history lesson here, not that I'm a history buff or anything, but I guess I know enough uh, about reading into it to uh, tell you where it kind of came from. So the Pareto Principle uh, was discovered back in uh, 1897 by Wilfred, known as Wilfred Pareto. Uh, he was born in France but worked in Italy. And what he discovered was that 80% of the land in England was actually owned by 20% of the population. Now, since that time, uh, people have started to realize that this principle is actually everywhere in life, Uh, your personal life, work life, everywhere. So this imbalance shows up uh, no matter where you look. So if you looked at your revenue, you'll probably notice that, you know, 80% of your revenue comes from 20% of your products or services, or that 80% of your customer complaints comes from only 20% of your customers. 80% of your website traffic comes from only 20% of the content that you actually put out there. Uh, And it can even get down to stresses. 80% of your stress comes from 20% of your stressors. Um, So again, no matter where you look, this principle comes up. So uh, I'll kind of tell you that I had a a fairly large consulting project uh, that I went on, and it was one of those ones where you didn't really even know where to start. There was just so many bad things happening, um, everything, and this is right after COVID. So the, the firm had shut down during COVID, then had to relaunch. Uh, and they had, you know, well over a dozen project managers uh, that also had to manage anywhere from 50 to 100 subcontractors each. Uh, so one of the first things I did when I went in there, uh, as they were kind of relaunching, was trying to discover where everybody was spending their time. And I 
put out a little survey to every single project manager, uh, as well as other departments that I was going to oversee as well, uh, to include like the recruiting teams. And I kind of put out this uh, anonymous survey out there, and I asked them the same series of questions regarding like time, where they're spending all their time. And uh, one of the things that I notice with these project managers, now, quick backstory on that, these project managers, because of just the kind of inconsistency in their work schedule um, and, you know, just kind of the, the lack of business discipline and uh, streamlined processes that they each had to work about 60 hours a week. And this, is, this was killing the firm and killing the project managers to the point where they had about a 50% employee turnover every year for project managers. It was crazy. Uh, so I knew that that was no way to sustain a business. It's worthless to train somebody, you know, and then get them up and running for a year or two uh, to the point where they're efficient only to turn around and lose them to burnout. So I knew that was something that had to be addressed right out of the gate. So in putting out the survey, I realized that, you know, a lot of their time was spent training the consult uh, the contractors rather on the same the same skills the same tasks uh, and it was just a constant turnover they either forgot it or somebody new came on board and they had to reteach it so rather than you know having to do this they were spending at least 10 hours a week just retraining the same exact couple skills over and over and over again so simply we just put together a, a little training video instead so rather than do live training anytime someone had an issue in these few key areas they just sent them the link to the training video and it took away and gave them back a ton of their time so that was a, a great starting point so that knocked their hours down from about 60 hours a week to 50 hours a week uh, just from that so that was a huge thing uh, one of the other things that I realize on the HR recruiting side of the house is that the firm used to have about seven full-time recruiters because they had to recruit hundreds of contractors across the country. Um, so they had seven people doing this and they spent a ton of money. I, I can't even tell you how much, but a, tens and tens and tens of thousands of dollars in recruiting money uh, to do this. And this wasn't going to be feasible for the relaunch. Uh, so I had to figure out a way to have one single recruiter manage the whole onboarding process and recruiting process for this firm. And uh, the way that we ended up doing that was, again, we looked back as to, well, what do you spend all your time on? And it came down to the same, you know, every single interview. This guy had to do hundreds of interviews or the team was doing hundreds of interviews, and it was the same few questions that came up from the, the applicants every single time. So, you know, rather than wait to the interview process to answer these questions, why don't we address the questions in the job description and kind of make them knockout questions? So if these things weren't okay with people, don't even have them apply, put it right in the job description. And that cut down the amount of time he spent in obscene amount. And the other thing we're able to do, too, is also take all of the onboarding paperwork that they were doing manually. They were taking one-on-one -on -one applications and processing them and sending them to the different departments um, to go through to get everybody onboarded. Um, and then we said, well, it's the same process every single time. Why don't we just streamline it? So we put together some DocuSign documents with autofill things, and once it got submitted and it couldn't be submitted incomplete or it wouldn't go through, 
And once it got submitted, it went and got CC'd to all the correct departments, finance, HR, all those people that had that were part of the onboarding process too. So it cut down the, the communication between the teams as well. So this is how we were able to move from seven full-time recruiters down to one full-time recruiter just by focusing on this 80-20 rule. What was taking up 80% of their time? And it was actually less than you know 20% of the same recurring problems. Uh, and then the other thing too is you know we looked at the finance and with dealing with hundreds of contractors, we started to look at, well, who's actually making us the most profit here? And lo and behold, it was about 20% of the contractors were making about 80% of our profits. So, you know, one of the things we were able to do was simply switch and give the people who were the most efficient because they were performing the same job uh, across the country. Every subcontractor had the same exact job that they had to do. So we developed some simple KPIs and metrics uh, to measure their uh, efficiency, proficiency, within their role and what we did simply was just start to assign the proficient ones that made us the highest margin um, and start to give them more work and then on the flip side take the people who were kind of abusing time and not efficient try to train them up the best you can uh, i mean obviously we want everybody to be efficient but some people just either couldn't do it or wouldn't do it uh, and we started to cut down their hours and that led to one or two things. Either they, they turn around and got off their butt and, you know, started to become more efficient so they could get more work or they quit. But what it did is it cut down extremely on the amount of time that we had to deal with contractors complaining about their time. It, it had to deal with uh, cutting down on, you know, not only the amount of time back and forth, but just the stress level for the project managers to deal with these people who were unhappy that were just kind of, you know, in it for the buck, I guess, um, and didn't really care as much about their jobs. So again, this is just kind of cycling back to, you know, when you look at your business, you should really take the time to break down every single aspect of your business, everything, um, you know, from the finance, the revenue, the profits, um, time wasters, time savers, your process. Uh, take a look at every single thing you do in your business and say, how does the 80-20 rule affect this? And I think you'd be surprised that it's kind of right under your nose. You're going to find that there's going to be things in here that you're going to realize that, holy crap, it's true. I have all these products and all this, you know, all these things that I spend time and effort and money on. And if you have like, say, uh, you know, a, a brick and mortar kind of place and you have products out there that you're trying to push and your salespeople are trying to push, um, only to realize that these are the lowest margin products and you're actually wasting your time doing it. Um, it's, it's really not worth it. Uh, we, you know, the same thing, we end up doing it on the self-storage side as well. Uh, but I'm not going to get into that right now. I want to kind of keep this uh, episode kind of short and sweet uh, just because every business is going to be unique. So this this principle is going to be specific to you, um, not only in your business, but in your life too. So, you know, as you look at things, look at what's taking up the most amount of time in your life. See what's giving you the, the biggest bang for your buck, the best return, and focus your time and energy on that. Try to skew this number away from 80-20. Because the more you can skew this away from 80-20, the better off you are, depending on which side you're pushing. Um, but yeah, so just just kind of keep it in mind and revisit it every once in a while too. Because like I said, if, if it goes unchecked, it will just naturally go back to this for whatever reason. Just the, 
laws of the world, who knows, right? Um, so take a look at your business, take a look at every aspect of it, see where this is happening. I'd, I'd love to hear about it. So um, if you follow me on LinkedIn, I'd, I'd love to hear you jump in a comment or send me a message on how this affected you or if you have any questions there. Um, also on LinkedIn there, uh, I have a, a weekly or so uh, newsletter that I send out. So if you're around, jump on that. Uh, outside of that, I, I look forward to kind of, you know, putting some more of these out there. Hope, hope to see you guys on some of these other platforms as well. Um, and uh, if not that, I hope to maybe see in one of the other webinars we're going to have coming up here too. So keep an eye out for that stuff on LinkedIn as well. Anyway, this is uh, your host, David Jones, saying here's to your vision of success. Take care now.